TED Audio Collective. This TED Talk features technology strategist Lucy Ferry Jones, recorded live at TED 2019. Support comes from Zuckerman Spader. Through nearly five decades of taking on high-stakes legal matters, Zuckerman Spader is recognized nationally as a premier litigation and investigations firm. Their lawyers routinely represent individuals, organizations, and law firms in business disputes, government, and internal investigations, and at trial, when the lawyer you choose matters most. Online at Zuckerman.com. Support for TED Talks Daily comes from Capital One Bank. With no fees or minimums, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than deciding to listen to another episode of your favorite podcast. And with no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. Support for TED Talks Daily is from Progressive, home of the Name Your Price tool. You can say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote. Visit Progressive.com to get started. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm here because I've spent far too many nights lying awake worrying and wondering who wins in the end. Is it humans or is it robots? You see, as a technology strategist, my job involves behavior change, understanding why and how people adopt new technologies. And that means I'm really frustrated that I know I won't live to see how this all ends up. And in fact, if the youngest person watching this is 14 and the oldest a robust 99, then together, our collective consciousnesses span just 185 years. That is a myopic pinprick of time when you think of the evolution and the story of life on this planet. Turns out we're all in the cheap seats, and none of us will live to see how it all pans out. So at my company, we wanted a way around this. We wanted to see if there was a way to cantilever out beyond our fixed temporal vantage point to get a sense of how it all shakes up. And to do this, we uh, conducted a study amongst 1,200 Americans, representative of the U.S. Census, in which we asked a battery of attitudinal questions around robotics and AI, and also captured behavioral ones around technology adoption. We had a big study so that we could analyze differences in gender and generations between religious and political beliefs, even job function and personality trait. It is a fascinating, time-bound time capsule of our human frailty in this pre-dawn of the robotic era, and I have five minutes to tell you about it. The first thing you should know is that we brainstormed a list of uh, scenarios uh, of current and potential AI robotics. They ran the spectrum from the mundane, so a robot house cleaner, anyone, through to the mischievous, the idea of a robot pet sitter, or maybe a robot lawyer, or maybe a sex partner, through to the downright macabre, the idea of being a cyborg, blending human and robot, or uploading your brain so it could live on after your death. And we plotted people's comfort levels with these various scenarios. There were actually 31 in the study, but for ease, I'm going to show you um, just a few of them here. The first thing you'll notice, of course, is the sea of red. America is very uncomfortable with this stuff. Um, That's why we call it the discomfort index, (laughs) not the comfort index. There are only two things the majority of America is okay with, and that's the idea of a robot AI house cleaner 
and a robot AI package deliverer. So Dyson and Amazon, you guys should talk. There's an opportunity there. It seems we're ready to offload our chores to our robot friends. We're kind of definitely on the fence when it comes to services, so robot AI lawyer or a financial advisor, maybe. But we're firmly close to the idea of robot care, whether it be a nurse, a doctor, childcare. So from this, you'd go, it's okay, Lucy. You know what? Go back to sleep. Stop worrying. The humans win in the end. But actually, not so fast. If you look at my data very closely, you can see we're more vulnerable than we think. AI has a branding problem. So of those folks who said that they would absolutely reject the idea of a personal assistant, 45% of them had, in fact, one in their pockets in terms of a device with Alexa, Google, or Siri. One in five of those who were against the idea of AI matchmaking had, of course, you guessed it, done online dating. And 80% of those of us who refused the idea of boarding an autonomous plane with a pilot backup had, in fact, just like me, to get here to Vancouver, flown commercial. Lest you think everybody was scared, though, here are the marvelous folk in the middle. These are the neutrals. These are people for whom you say, "Okay, robot friend," and they're like, "Hmm, robot friend, maybe," or AI pet, and they go, "Well, I'll never say never." And as any uh, decent political operative knows, flipping the ambivalent middle can change the game. Another reason I know we're vulnerable is men. I'm sorry, but men, you are twice as likely than women to believe that、um, getting into an autonomous car is a good idea, that uploading your brain for posterity is fun, and two and a half times more likely to believe that、uh, becoming a cyborg is cool. And for this, I blame Hollywood.、Um, and this is where I want you to look around the theater and know that one in four men are okay with the idea of sex with a robot. That goes up to 44% of millennial men, compared to just one in ten women, which I think puts a whole new twist on the complaint of mechanical sex. <clears throat> so the year 2222 is an astounding place, <laughs> where everything here is mainstream. Unless you needed any more convincing, here is the generation's excitement level with AI. So not surprisingly, the youngest of us are more excited. But in possibly the most paradoxical finding of my career. When I asked these people my 3 a.m. question, "Who wins in the end?" Guess what? The more excited you are about AI and robotics, the more likely you are to say it's the robots. And I don't think we need a neural net running pattern recognition software to see where this is all headed. We are the proverbial frogs in boiling water. So, if the robots at TED 2022 are watching this for posterity, could you send a cyborg dig me up and tell me if I was right? Thank you.